Great morning, everybody. Great morning. Caleb, how you doing, man? It's, a, it's, a, it's another beautiful day. Another, be- another uh, beautiful day. I'm good, man. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Uh, just a quick side note. If you guys don't follow my guy on Instagram and Snapchat, my guy Caleb, so you can see his Mondays when he's at the pool <laughs> chilling. <laughs> That's private. Man, I'm just... They, they, they don't get to see that. All right, I might just have to, to screenshot it then and then post it then. <laughs> right. Right. I'm going to put that on one sec. No, I, I have a couple mornings that's me time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I go to the gym at 5, get my workout in for a couple hours, and then I usually grab a little coffee or a shake, and I go out and sit in the sun and read or answer emails or do whatever I got to do. But I always let Coop know life's good man, when I'm doing it. That's what's up, though, man. I love it. I love it, man. But everything's good on this side of the woods, though. Can't complain. You yeah, know, just this... we're we're reading uh, Everything's Figure Outable, right? You're reading that? Yes. Yes, we are reading that. Um, I think when this comes out, though, we should be on the next book. So... Um... But yeah, so I'm just screwing everything up. No, it's all Normal. good. It's all good. No Normal. worries. We're still working on the timing. Hey, we're like on episode 22 though. Cruising, man. Well, this won't be episode 22. We should just we should just get into it today. I think. Let's get into yeah, it. Yeah, let's just get into it. <laughs> all right. All right, Cooper. Go ahead and introduce our next guest. Hey guys. Uh, so uh, today's episode, uh, you know, uh, another gentleman that. Um, played ball at NDSU, um, you know, played play there for a couple years. Um, and then uh, he just just started lifting. You know, he was he was already a pretty big buff dude. Like, I was low-key kind of jealous. Um, you know, he was pretty <laughs> cut up. Um, and now, you know, if, you know, I'm sure we'll get his information. Um, you guys follow him on, on IG. Um, he's, he's really killing it with his workouts. Um, ladies and gentlemen, it's Don Carter. Hey, what's up? Hey, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. <laughs> I appreciate the intro. That's yeah, awesome. no problem, no problem, Don. Hey, so Don, uh, first question we we do uh, our guests is uh, just let our followers know who you are, uh, what you do, and why you do what you do. Okay, cool. So my name is Don Carter. I'm a sports performance coach. Um, I train out here in Scottsdale, Arizona. Train all age groups, um, anywhere from like eight years old all the way to like. 40, 50 years old, train all sports, all types of athletes. Um, I love training. I love connecting with, with my clients, with my uh, high school athletes, college professional athletes. I just love building that connection and, you know, creating that bridge to uh, different types of worlds, communities, different types of people. How'd you get started, Don? Um, I mean, I guess it started from football, really. Like, I was small until, like, my junior year. And once I started lifting, um, it just grew from there. Like, my passion for weightlifting just grew. Um, and then with football, you know, that bond, that brotherhood bond, that, that uh, camaraderie, um, it just grew on top of that, too. So once I could find, like, a career and a passion where I can just mix those two together, like, I knew I had to be in the, in the gym. So, Don, when you – so when you – you know, you're a coach now. Like, so what was the – transition like for you so you know so you're done with football um you know you you go back home like so how do you start putting the pieces together um 
Well, shoot. After I was done, after I was done with football, I was just sitting there thinking, like, what do I, like, what do I love to do? Like, what do I enjoy doing? And the first thing that came to my mind was just being in the weight room. Um, and so first, I just went to uh, there's a website called strengthscoop.com. Um, it has all the job openings, anywhere from an internship to one of the top hiring paying jobs in the SEC or Big Ten. Um, so I just went on that website, looked for free internships, and just applied away and just try to find a gig that I think that I would like. I just wanted to start somewhere. So who plugged you with that? Like, how'd you find that out? Um, just through like word of mouth. Um, coach Kramer, my old strength coach from North Dakota State, he yep. helped me. I actually got in contact with him. Went back and forth with some emails. Um, but yeah, he helped me out with that. And he just gave me a couple websites uh, to check out and just led me in the right way. Hmm. And then, so that that was you know right there that you went to Scottsdale right away or what, what was that kind of journey? Where'd you land um, first? So I did a, a strength conditioning internship at the university of New Mexico. So I was out there for about a year and a half, two years. So I was an assistant um, intern strength coach for the university of New Mexico football team. Once I got done with that, I wanted to broaden out and see like what else I can do. Um, so I went to like the private sector. So I was looking for sports performance gyms in Arizona um, so I moved out here, did a little bit of corporate for about six to eight months. And then I found a facility called Elite U High Performance Training in North Scottsdale, Arizona. Um, so we train all types of athletes. And that's where I've been for about like the past two years. Mm. Okay. Man, so I, I, I love this. So, <laughs> so you said that you, you know, after football was done, you like you wanted to do what you love doing. Like, what is it you love doing? Right. Right. So what, I mean, so why didn't you just like pick up a, a quick nine to five for the, like for the time being? Um, cause a nine to five doesn't really work with me. <laughs> 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 um, I mean, I did a couple of things here and there. Like I worked for enterprise for about, about like six months. Um, and I worked at GNC for a little bit, but it just wasn't making me happy on the day to day. So um, I just got tired of it. Like I had to figure it out. I had to figure out like what is going to help drive me day to day. Mm. Man, that's that's. We should just end the podcast right there, Caleb. <laughs> no, no, Coop. We got. He's got more. <laughs> he's got more. Don, what, what, like, were some of the, you know, struggles and wins, you know, as you were building up your private business? I mean, obviously, you get some help when you're going to work for a, an established you know, sports uh, performance facility, but what were some of the struggles and some of the wins, you know, year, you know, month one to 24? Right. Um, I would say just like getting awareness, getting credibility, um, especially moving to a new area. Um, not, new, not too many people knew who I was. I didn't really know too many people. So just getting my name out there and just telling people that I am a credible source and just giving me a chance. Um, but I've had the fortunate events of being around like great people. Um, my coworkers, the owner of the gym that I work for, uh, we all have like a good network and we just bounce back off of each other. So, um, we, I don't know, it's easy for us to get athletes in there. So once we get the ball rolling, so I would say that would probably be the best bet, just finding a good team that I surrounded myself with that could just help me help us just bounce back and forth off each other. Versus competing, right? I right, mean, exactly. Everybody's winning in that situation. Exactly. So, okay, so, so I, I love, I love how you said you got, you had to like market yourself, right? 
Um, mm-hmm. So what were, what, what were some of the things you, ha- you had to do to market yourself? Mm, um, I would say first and foremost is being consistent, but uh, creating like uh, creating evidence, like creating your own evidence. So like I made a couple of six pack train, six pack training guides. So at one point I was real passionate about like getting a six pack, getting real cut, getting people six packs. So I made a couple of those to help like make me credible and show that I know what I'm talking about or I know what I'm doing. Um, and just getting my name out there, just meeting people. The more people that you know, the more people that know you, it helps out with your, you know what I mean? Helps out with your circle and your name and your, uh, your rep. I got to pause there. I, I love that idea because it can be applied to essentially Anything. any business, right? So, you know, health, fitness, sports, right? Like six pack, um, mm-hmm. real estate investing, like, Hey, this is a plan to get you a hundred dollars a month in passive income, right? Nothing crazy, but like, I'm gonna get you a hundred, right? Or, um, so, uh, software for a service, right? Um, you know, creating some newsletter, right? Just like creating some product, boom, you have some credibility. Uh, what was the toughest part about like, you know, year one, I mean, how do you continue to grow? I mean, how do you manage your time? You said consistency. I mean, where are you struggling and working on it still? Um, I would say like right now, well, the hardest part in the beginning was, uh, you know, finding my lane, like finding what I really wanted to do. Uh, at one point I wanted to be a head collegiate strength coach, uh, but I found out that, like that wasn't for me, but now like I try to be Kramer. I, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I wanted to at one point, but um, I just knew I wasn't a hundred percent passionate in that direction. Uh, but right now, um, I'm focusing on just finding my niche and sticking to it and just make sure everything that I want to do is, is what I will do. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. uh, making sure that the plan that I have is what I stick to. Um, so I know like the direction where I'm going and how to do it. So it's just putting the effort to it, really. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, Don, can you go a little bit into your past about like, hey, like this is where I grew up. This is what got me into football. And these are some of like the maybe the mentors or leaders that, you know, push me to not just, you know, to, to pursue being all you could be, if you will. Yeah. Um, so I'm originally from Baltimore, Maryland. Um, so I went to high school out there. I finished high school in Chicago, Illinois, in Lake Forest, Illinois. That's where North Dakota State found me. Um, I've been playing football probably since I was real young, seven, eight years old. And it kind of just popped up on me. Um, my mom just wanted me to do something. So it was karate. I wasn't really feeling karate. So next was football. So, mm. <laughs> um, so yeah, I did that for a little bit. I fell in love with it. At one point, I wanted to play basketball. But I realized I wasn't going to be 6'6", six, 6'7". Six, six, I'm about 6'2 <laughs> right now. <laughs> so, you know what I mean? I started hitting the weight room and just see where it takes me. Um, but I would definitely have to say like my mom, she's definitely a huge inspiration. Like she's the hardest working person that I know. Um, her grind is unmatched. Um, but yeah, it's something that I look up to, something that I aspire to be. So I'll definitely say her. You think Does she, go ahead. Cool. No, my you, bad. I was going to ask Don, you think that's where you get, you know, your grind and your hustle from? Oh yeah. A hundred percent without a doubt. Um, that was like, that was, that was work at that work ethic was, was built into me. It was taught into me at a young age. So, yeah, I definitely think that's where I get it from. Are you a big 
you know, personal and professional goal setter, DC? I mean, what are you, how are you pushing yourself when you're thinking about the future? Oh, yeah, I'm constantly thinking about the future. Um, yeah, I'll definitely say I'm a, a goal setter. I don't really get too much into detail. I'll probably say like three to five, you know, from like six months to a year, two years, three years. That's um, three to five yeah. more than the average person, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, like, right. But um, I mean, sometimes I'll write them down, sometimes I'm not. But I just try to keep like a conscious effort of, you know, what I mean, the direction that I'm going and what I want and why I want it. Mm. What's going to happen with you know Don Carter's training business? What's the plans there? So I'm on a I'm on a very good team right now. Um. It's the owner and probably owner, three other coaches, me, two other coaches, and three interns. Mm. Um, so we're actually looking at another property to add another facility to our uh, to our business. Um, hopefully just keep growing. You know what I mean? Keep growing. Get as many athletes as we, as we can. Train as many people as we can and just keep spreading our philosophy and spreading our love. Is the business like seasonal? Yes, for sure. Very How's that work out with consistency for your personal life and also just like your finances in trying to continue to grow those? Yeah, I would definitely have to say like I'll just stay conscious of the months between like coming up now between August and December. So our main demographic is going to be high school, college and professional football. So during the football season, we're definitely going to slow down. Um, but that's when we pick up on a couple other sports and then we pick up on just training just everyday people that have a nine to five job. Right. Um, but yeah, it's real seasonal. Um, especially like with the off season, we'll get a lot of athletes and then just being in Arizona, it's a real touristy state. So um, we'll pick up some like in the November and December time. You know what I mean? Cause it's still 80 degrees out here. Right. And then uh, in the summer, we'll get some people that come out, to, out here to visit, but yeah, so it's still pretty seasonal. I got you. What, um, you know, Don, you touched on it a little bit about, you know, with your mom. Um, and it sounded like maybe Coach Kramer was another uh, key relationship. Was there any other relationships that you've made, you know, so far into your career? Oh, yeah. Um, I would probably say, I would have to say um, the owner of the facility that I'm with now, Rube Oliver. Um, I've learned a lot from him already. I've been with him for about two years. Just, uh, just about building rapport with people the way he coaches, the way he teaches, different philosophies and concepts of training. Because um, a lot of times when, when you're training someone, the concepts are all the same. The exercises are just different. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, I'll have to say, yeah, Rube Oliver for sure. How does he push you to grow? Oh, man. Uh, we're constantly talking. Yeah, we're constantly talking, like, all day, every day, asking questions, Um He's always asking me questions about business, like what I want to do, where's mm-hmm. my passion at, what do I love, um, just keeping me on my toes. And I feel like that is like key, you know what I mean? Not telling someone what to do, but just making them think about what to do. Yeah, good leaders know how to ask the right questions to get you there on your own, right? I mean, pushing people, like you said, keeping you on your toes is a good way to put it. Right. Um, What's the most... It- Oh, yeah, go ahead, Coop. No, go ahead. I was going to ask, um, Don, so when you started this, um, was there anything that happened to you or, you know, during this that made you go like, okay, I'm, I'm on the right path. Like, this is what, what I want to do. Yeah. Big wins. 
Oh, some big wins. I like that question. Um, there wasn't any like huge wins, but there was like small ones where I would sit back and think when, when they piled on top of each other, it made a big difference. Um, but yeah, just getting certain type of big name NFL clients or uh, just getting feedback from my original clients I have now or just people in the community. Um, I think those are the biggest ones. Just getting feedback from like my peers and colleagues in the, in the same community as me. Hmm. So obviously you're real big into training your body, um, but you're a smart man. What are you doing to continue to train your mind? Push yourself that way as well. Ooh. I'd probably just say read. Read and just try and stay still at sometimes. I know for me, I like to move around a lot. Like I'm always on the go, always trying to do something. So I like to I like to read, read something, just to get my mind off of like uh the current situation and sit back and just evaluate. You know what I mean? Evaluate what's going on. But I'll probably say those two things that help me the most. Cool. What, uh, ask him ask him the question, Coop. <laughs> what uh what books you uh you there we go reading? yeah there we go um let's see the last one is stillness is key um and then another one is the culture code you gotta uh, you gotta remember. you gotta give us like a little bit a little little synopsis of each oh yeah um so the culture code just gives us um like a little bit of explanation on what successful cultures have done to be successful. Uh, you know what I mean? Like SEAL Team 6, mm. um, certain uh, communities uh, across the country, uh, certain people in America, uh, even like the Dallas Cowboys or some like the top teams, um, like the Cleveland Cavaliers when LeBron was with them. Mm-hmm. But it just shows um, like what the most successful communities how their culture was about you know what their what was their culture about and you'll see a common similarity throughout each culture yeah what was your what was your take like your maybe your one takeaway from that book that sounds awesome yeah um i would probably say communication yeah communication and body language um they bring up a point where a lot of people don't notice but if you sit within if you're sitting within six feet of someone if you lean forward within 10 seconds, that next person will probably lean forward. So, like, energy transfers. Mm. So, like, if you're having a bad day, it's most likely um, the person that's going to be close to you is also going to have a bad day, too. So it just shows how um, how your emotions and how you move about your day can affect other people and yeah, vice versa. Yeah, that EQ. I mean, I'm, I used to sell, I used to sell, um, I used to sell personal training for – for my trainers i used to try to fill their schedules for them and always i was always a matcher or and a leaner too so like if i had you know i had some ceo sitting down and he would cross his leg to put up kind of like you know defense Mm -hmm. right i would cross mine too and then i would uncross it and lean in and dude you're so right you know nine out of ten times they would uncross and lean in too you know, the, the classic, like, <laughs> when you shake your head, no, and then they'll start shaking their head, no, and you shake your exactly. head, yes. Uh, that, that, I, I got to read that book. That sounds amazing. Yeah, exactly. That sounds it gives amazing. a whole bunch of examples like that, though. But yeah, it was real cool. I love that book. Yeah, body language is huge for sales or negotiating. I mean, that's, yeah, I would love that book. For sure, for sure, for sure. Don, so um, 
one of the other questions we like to ask on this podcast is fear, right? Um, so through your process, I'm sure there was a point where you, there was fear came in, even if it was for a little bit. Um, how did how did you deal with that? Oh, yeah, it's tough. Um, I'm a little bit different. I kind of like risky situations. Mm. Like I like I like feeling that tense that tense weight behind your chest. You know what I mean? Yeah, that heaviness on your chest. I kind of like feeling that sometimes. But um, I'll definitely say just moving out from New Mexico to Arizona. So I saved up a little bit of money. I didn't really have a job out here at the time, um, but I just knew what I wanted. So I guess what my wants outweighed like my fear, pretty much. Mm, I love it. I love it. You know, there's a there's a saying. Um, you know, when you when you have fear, you know, it's not something you pull away from, but it's it's telling you what you need to do. Like you need right. to lean, you need to lean into the into the fear or into the opportunity. So that was good. I like that. I like Poop, that. What have you been talking about? Crisis. You've been talking about crisis. <laughs> what's the, what's that saying? Don't don't waste a good or don't waste a crisis. Yeah. Basically, you know, like I mean, you know, per, well, perfect example. Um, you know, uh, Dwayne the Rock Johnson just bought the XFL. Yep. you know for 15 million which to me like is cheap like that seems so cheap that seems so cheap you know and um you know i'm sure they're gonna brand it blow this thing up but you know again you know when you get to a certain point or a certain level you know i'm sure these guys what they do they they have like a i'm going way off topic here but they have like a a backup fund or like a, a crisis fund right where you like put money to the side until you stay get, liquid for you, those opportunities. For those opportunities, exactly. And you and you just pull the trigger. Um, so yeah, no, that's yeah, that was my yeah, Caleb. I hope I answered Don, your question. Do you do you think you could get Coop back into wide receiver performing? <laughs> oh, I mean, I, I mean, we got the XFL coming up. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I think we could. I think I think we can. <laughs> yeah, we gotta get we gotta get Coop back on a program. Um Hey, we yeah, should, hey, give, it about, give it about three months. I'm saying like three, three to four months. You He's know? been working on his dad bod, so like I'm just trying to get him back to wide receiver. The chiseled dad bod, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, you're crazy. You're crazy, kill. I just feel like to have a good time. That, that's that's... A, I love. I love what you said about fear, though, Don. I mean, you just you know like focusing on what your goals are. Um, right. You know, fear, so, fear is a thief. But yeah, go ahead, go ahead. Go yeah, what well, it's uh, what is it? False expectations appearing real. Yeah, Ooh, there okay, we go. Okay. Yeah, that's like a good that, one. Yeah, that's a so, good one. Um, but so was there? So what were you thinking about during that time, Don? Were you like you said your your wants outweighed your your fears, right? So like what, like what is that? What goes on in Don's head then? Like okay, like this is a big move. I'm moving to New Mexico to Arizona, but like, I got to push through. I got to do this. This is what I want to do. Yeah, for sure. Uh, it's what I have to do almost. I, I just got tired of that feeling of just not being where I wanted to be at. You know what I mean? Um, so I just, I just had to do it as scary as it seems. It seemed right. So if it seemed right day one through 13, day 14, you can't be nervous because it seemed right for the first 13 days. You know what I mean? Yeah. So the moment before I'm leaving, it's like, it might not seem right now, but it seemed right before. So let's do it. You know what I mean? You have to do it. 
Mm, so what so what you're saying is um when you're thinking about it up to the point you're leaving it seems like a good idea yeah you know so up the to once, the point of action up exactly. to the point of action man i love that i think that's the first i've heard of that i love that yeah that's great that is good that's good um don what is um do you have do you have any like advice for our get for our followers excuse me like if you if you wanted to tell our followers one thing um what would it be oh that's a good one you've been oh, handling probably... these questions though. We've, we've, been, we've been putting <laughs> oh, yeah. you on the spot appreciate it <laughs> i was a little nervous at first <laughs> um, but like my my big thing is i'll probably say just like consistency like being consistent like that's one thing that I tell my clients. That's one thing I tell my athletes. Like, you might want to squat 500 pounds right now, but you have to be consistent with it. So find we got to find something that's going to make you consistent, and over time you have to get better. You know what I mean? Because you're doing it. Um, mm. Everything that we do, we will get better as long as we like give it our best effort. So I would say mm. just consistency and just consistently just giving it your all. Yeah, that's 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 powerful. Like you know, there's there's so many. I don't want to say so many people, but like, you know, how many people do you guys know that like they start something and then they stop, like start, stop, start, stop. Like they don't ever just stick to one thing and like do that one thing consistently over and over and over again. You know, yeah, um, I've done it. I've done it myself too. So. Yeah. We all, have. Oh, we yeah, all have. Yeah. yeah we, we all, all have. have. Yeah. So no, that's, totally. that's great. Don. Appreciate that. Appreciate that. I, I got to shout out one of my, one of, one of our first guests, Joey Cameron, I gave him a lot of shout outs, but he loves the Zig Ziglar quote that says um, people are asking him, you know, why is motivation so fleeting? And he says, motivation is like bathing. That's why I recommend it daily. You know, what, what's some of your daily routines to stay motivated, to stay like consistent is the word you used, right? Like what do, what do you do for yourself or for your clients, right? To just stay on point. Mm, I would say uh, it's being around a good group of people. Um, so like my colleagues, my coworkers, just constantly talking about the right things, what we're trying to do with the business. Um, just having like friendly reminders that will help you be consistent because it's so easy to get off track. Like it's so, yeah. easy, to, yep. it's so easy to do what you don't want to do. <laughs> you know what I mean? To find something else. So I'll just say, um, just make it friendly reminders of being around people that will, you know, help you stay on track. Love it. Love it. I got, I got a shot in the dark. I mean, you, you train athletes. Did you read, um, Tim Grover's book, Relentless, Michael Jordan and Kobe Bryant's trainer? No, I've heard of it. I've definitely. Oh, man. Put that one on the list. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> just, just because that's what you do every day. And he's just so, I mean, He's just yeah. He's 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 trained the best of the best. Right, right. Like he, I read his book and like took business principles out of it, let alone training principles. Okay, you know. But yeah, I, I didn't mean to get off topic, Coop. But I just, I just was curious if uh, you had read it because you know that those are the people. That's that population you're working with. Yeah, yeah. Don, how do you how do you like living in um, Arizona? From, Man, Fargo, on, from Fargo, from Fargo. Why you gotta say Fargo? <laughs> well, he spent some time. He he went know? from New Mexico to Arizona. Yeah, <laughs> um, but I love it out here. I love it out in Arizona. It's a little hot right now. We're in a, we're in our heat season, but 
Thanksgiving time, Christmas time, New Year's time. It's it's amazing. I love it out here. It sounds amazing. So you got the windows tinted out. Keep keep the car cool. <laughs> yes, for sure. You have to. You have to. It was it was it was one eighteen today. Oh Ooh, man! <laughs> you know, I I always uh, what was it like a couple years ago? The the wife's family they had a family reunion down in uh, Flagstaff, okay, Ar- yeah. Arizona, which is like in the mountains, so it, it stayed pretty cool. Um, but man, like we stayed in Phoenix for a couple days because our flight was leaving <laughs> Phoenix, and yeah. bro. <laughs> I told it was so it was like 120. It was yeah, like 120, <laughs> and, and this was like in July, right? And yeah, yeah, sure. you know, Bray Bray was like a, like around two, and uh, we went. We're in the hotel around the pool. Like she had to like wear her like sandals at all, like at the pool because it was an yes. outside pool. Yeah. And um, I told the wife, I said, I'm never complaining about Fargo heat ever <laughs> again. Yeah, you know, because because people say, oh, it's a a humid heat, a dry heat. I'm like, you know what? Forget that. When you get to 120, I don't yeah, care. It, it doesn't matter what it it's is. It's hot. <laughs> exactly. So yeah, no, that's no, that's something. That's cool. That's cool. Southwest lifestyle, man. Oh yeah, the real desert. It's the real desert out here. Yeah, for sure. Don. So where where can our uh, followers? Where can they link up with you? You know, see some of the crazy stuff you're doing. Um, where can they meet you um, at? Shoot, just follow me on Instagram at Train with DC. Uh, I have a couple of videos on there that I'll be putting up for IGTV. But I put all my content, everything that I do on Instagram. So at Train with DC. Yeah, guys, if you really want to see what this dude is doing, I mean, he's he be, he be, you be doing some stuff down. And I'm like, man, I, I probably could still get up though. Yeah, you can. Probably... <laughs> you can. You can. <laughs> you know, I mean, I mean, you know, you play the NBA. Guys, yeah. guys compete. You know, like exactly. So, so no, that's the stuff, though. That's hey, the XFL's coming, Coop. The it's coming. XFL. <laughs> they're looking. They're looking for athletes. They're looking for people who are motivated, hungry. Don't you, sleep. You talking about me? Don could probably get you in shape too, bro. You play receiver a little bit? Uh, no, I've oh, been in right shape. Right? I don't know what you. Uh, <laughs> oh, no, I, don't I, know. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> okay, okay. I don't call it a comeback. Touche, 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 touche. Uh, but but Don, we really appreciate your time, though. Um, Kel, do you have anything? No, nah, man, Don. I like your story. I like people that grind, man. Keep doing what you're doing. Um, anybody listening? I mean. Uh, what you said last, we didn't even talk about it, but you said you surrounded yourself with really good people. And obviously, I mean, connect, connect with Don, if you're looking for motivation, as far as just, you know, even just fitness or even just, you know, being the best version of yourself, Don, appreciate your time, man. Um, Really, really, really glad to meet you, man. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. It was fun. I loved it. All right, Don. Thanks, man. Take care. You too. See you. Yep. Bye. Another great episode, Caleb. Yeah, man, it was a good episode. We've been on a string of NDSU guys, which I love. Here it um, comes. Here it comes. N- nothing. Here, here it comes. No, I so. mean, sh- shout out. I mean, here it put comes. the horns up. Go Bison. Here it comes. Um, what do you got to say, man? What? I'm just, I'm just saying. Like, I feel, I feel like you're searching for, for a comment. I feel like no, you're searching. 
No, I'm just I'm just saying it, it's funny how if you're a high performing athlete, you're you're generally motivated to also afterwards be a high performing person. Okay. Okay. Um, I see where you're going. Okay. I, yeah, I, I like talking to athletes. I like talking to non athletes, but we just been on a little run here. That's that's all I was saying. So you trying to say we, we should get like non athletes on here? Is that what you're saying? No, I know neither. Because you, I'm None just of the above. Okay, so the first non athlete we get on here, I'm gonna just say, Caleb, why did you want? <laughs> oh, heat. Heat. But you have to admit, we've been on a little oh, bit of an NDSU train. Yeah, here. it's okay. All right. All right. All right. All right. I got it. Well, you, well, next week's, next week's guest, uh, it's not a, it's not an NDSU alum, but he is a Woodbury High School alum, though. So, yo. we're, we're going, we're going to Hoodbury, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> We, I can't. Going, I can't do. I can't deal with you anymore, dude. I'm done. We going in. I think the next guest afterwards is an NDSU alum, though. What? I think the one after. Uh, yeah, the but... one after the next is. Um, I won't name names, but we're not NDSU football. Okay, but back to NDSU. Okay, man. What 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 were some key takeaways uh, from Don's episode? He he used the word consistency multiple times. Yeah, he talked about the people he was hanging out with, man. Talked about his boss, um, you know, asking him the tough questions. I, I mean, I, I couldn't agree more. Yeah. What about yours? What were yours? No, the the consistency thing, man, is big. Um, you know, and then being, you know, like what you said, being around good people. And then <clears throat> he said something: um, friendly reminders, right? And um, yeah, man, you see it it's something I've been hearing a lot. And so it's just funny that he brought it up. Um, put in like images or different sayings um, around you, you know, and th- this is great. So like in my office, I have like a vision board, right. Of like a couple of sayings. And then like, I have like, okay, what I'm doing, I'm doing reasons. Like I have a picture of my family, uh, the project that I I'm wor- vision working on. Yeah. Just vision board, something for you to look at. And it just reminds yourself. And then, like, I have reminders on my phone, like, with different sayings, you know, like, just to keep me focused for the day, like, while I'm working, while I'm working for it, you know. So, so, like, the friendly reminders, I mean, you'll be surprised when you put that stuff around you. Um, It just puts you in a a good state of mind, you know. So that was was big. And then, um, you know, when he said the uh, the fear thing, I've never heard this before, Um, you know, it, it sounds like a good idea until you have to take action, you know? And he was saying like, if, if it's been a good idea for the last 13 days, then day 14, we need to pull the trigger, just pull it because you, you've already thought about it for like the last two weeks, you know? So I thought we didn't even acknowledge how good of a statement that was. Oh, I, I, I said it, I mentioned it. Uh, that's why I, you got to hang around with people smarter than you because <laughs> that is so true. Coop. Yeah. So yeah. true. Yeah. What's the saying? If you're like the smartest one in the room, you're in the wrong room or something like that. Yep. Yep. Yeah. That, that's, that's a hundred percent true, man. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah. It, it, speaking of those little reminders, um, longtime friend, mentor, uh, contractor, business owner, a guy I know he has a, he has like one of those picture frame, electronic picture frames that changes like a screensaver okay. um, in his bathroom every morning. And when he's up, you know, he's very clean cut. 
you know, he shaves, straight razor shave every day, brushes mm. his teeth, does his hair. Like he looks in the mirror every morning and, you know, tells himself, you know, all the things that he needs to hear. And he has all those, you know, subconscious reminders constantly flashing over a picture frame screensaver. And so that made me think of that too. Like it's just so your subconscious is always soaking stuff up. Your subconscious, man, that's that's big, dude. We could go on a whole other podcast, like what you're saying. My favorite saying is Rock Tom by Rock Thomas, the words that follow I am follow you. So this week, no like pay attention to things that you say you're not good at. And it's like, man, you're telling you like that, that's my, I've probably mentioned it on this podcast a couple of times. Yeah. And it's um, I, I love that scene. And it's crazy. Like, so a lot of people I've been hearing, they talk about the meditation. Right. And one of the things they do, they'll like if their head is filling up with a lot of stuff, a lot of negativity, they'll just repeat one of the things they do for meditation is they will just repeat one saying over and over and over again until like until they're not their thoughts are not completely gone but then it's not as loud you know and Mm -hmm. like i've been doing that too um like when stuff starts to creep in my head i'll just say like i am i am i am or i'll say execution 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 like for like five ten minutes straight and that's all i'm thinking about just executing repetition Um, man yeah and it's it's crazy it's yeah it works have you ever done that for sports by the way you know what? To be honest with you, not really, no. So I used to always do that later in my career. Yeah. And then, like, you know, just in, like, silly times when you're playing in men's league. Yeah. Right? But if I'm in a high-pressure situation where I have to go sink a free throw yeah, or something like that, right? Yeah. I would tell myself over and over, I'm the best shooter in the gym. I'm the best shooter in the gym. I'm the best shooter in the gym. I and I would almost always go just make the free throw. So did you like? You know what I'm saying. Was it swish or did you like use the bank or? Oh, use... Coop! If it goes in, it goes in. Coop, we don't we don't keep track of the. Uh... All right. <laughs> okay, that's cool. Oh no! Okay. Oh, so you're a swish only guy. I didn't. I no, did not. I did not say a word. I just asked a simple question. Okay, let's not. We've been talking a lot about sports lately, but it's crazy how success in sports and success in business or life. It, oh, it's crazy. Just, just coincide. Well, it's funny. Oh, man, I don't know who said this. I think it was Eric Thomas. Um, but he talked about, like, the whole thing with sports and humans, right? Like, because when people see those people on TV, it's it, it it's like that's what they want to do, right? You, you see, like, the LeBrons, you see the Kobe's, you see guys that, are doing what they want to do at such a high level and they have such success. Um, you know, people see that and, and they want that. Right. And, you know, but where they're, where they're at in their life, they're, you know, they're, you know, either have that nine to five mindset or they, they just don't think they can do it. But then when they, it's like an escape, right. You know, you see those guys doing what they want to do at a high level. It's like, it draws you, it compels you. It like, moves you you know to like man that's that's great that's phenomenal you know so like that i think that's why because people want to be at that next level right it doesn't have to be sports you know it can be it can be anything you know being at that high level and just having the freedom to do you know again those guys they play in the league so i'm guessing they're in a free they don't have as much free time but like 
you know, they can do this. They can, they have certain luxuries that they can do and they don't even have to think about, you know? Um, and I think that's why people love to watch sports. It's that, that connection, you know? So. Yeah. Well, let's end it with this. What does fear stand for again? False expectations appearing real. Yes, sir. All right, man. That's it for this week. Good week. Have a good day. See you right next week. Bye.